just going through these motions. We did everything backwards, by the way. You're supposed to, you're supposed to what? Uh, get married, buy a house, have a kid. We had a kid, then we got married, and then we'll buy a house eventually. So <laughs> we just we don't follow any type of rules. Like we just, you know. Hey man, I mean, I see some of these people that did, you know, supposedly follow the rules, and they're a mess. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again. It's Dad's Night. Welcome back to another episode of Dad's Night Presents Time Out with Omar and Samer. Here we are, another Dad's Night. I'm here with my co-host, Omar, and we have another special guest. But how you feeling, Omar? It's fucking Dad's Night. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> excited. Another, like you said, another great guest, another good friend. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. Absolutely, man. We're ready to go. It's, it's our second episode. We're going to dive into this. I want to introduce one of my good friends, Isaiah Ruff. Man, I've known this guy since we were hooping at 10 years old. I mean, we go, we go way back. So, um, you know, I've known him for a long time. He's doing some great things, an exceptional father. Um, so, Ruff, thank you for joining us. And tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm Isaiah Ruff. Um, I mean, this is just, first of all, this is just like an interesting, like point of view, you know, with the whole dad's night and trying to get, um, you know, dad's perspective on things. So I really appreciate you guys having me on, but, uh, yeah, so I have a four-year-old, um, I'll take a step back. I, uh, met my wife in college. Uh, we both went to Delaware state. Um, she's from DC. I'm from Delaware. Um, yeah, good old Delaware. Uh, so we, um, we been in college. We ended up moving together, uh, in Maryland cause I got a job down here and, uh, I think I was 25 when we, uh, found out that we were expecting, um, our first kid. Um, at that time I was working in, uh, at, at the airport, BWI, um, fuck, I think I'm, you're I'm, good, man. <laughs> you're good. Don't keep going. Uh, I, I don't want to get too far into, I guess I'll let you ask questions, but basically, um, I live in Maryland currently with my wife. I have a four-year-old, uh, I work in aviation. Um, I've been doing that for the past five years at two different companies. Um, aside from that, I also have a, a small business in e-commerce shoe line called No Law Soul. Mm. Quick plug, nolawsoul.com, S-O-L-E. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. We'll, put it in the, we'll definitely put it in the description of yeah, this Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. <laughs> right, cool, cool. Yeah, I was kind of like stumbling because I'm like, I don't know to just go into the whole story, but I'll let you guys ask questions about like... Nah, man, you're good. And that that's that's the whole thing about Dad's Night. We want you to be yourself and we want to get to know... We I know you pretty well, but I want other people to know what the hell is going on with you. Well, well, I was going to say Samer too, and, and I so I met 
Ruff through Samer and you know obviously you two have, have been best friends for a really long time and over the years I've become friends with Ruff uh, so I almost feel like I'm gonna get to know him a little bit better through this also I was about to be like I don't know you worked at the airport <laughs> <laughs> so this this is fun for me in a different way too so this is awesome man no it's just that's that's really cool I mean uh, and I definitely want to get you know, into, you know, you mentioned your shoe line. I definitely want to get into kind of, you know, some of, uh, some of your entrepreneurial uh, things you have going for you on the side, um, you know, outside of your nine to five, which like a lot of people our age can kind of relate to, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, but hold on, before, before we get into that, Ralph, what have you been doing with your daughter during the quarantine? Because a four-year-old stuck inside all day. I'm sure you're be you're getting real creative with everything. Oh man! So we've been home for we're going on our fifth week now, and mm. the first I'll say week and a half, I was like, oh, this is great, like family time, because my wife's also home, like family time. I'm like working. I'm also playing with her, and like, oh, this is great. We get to bond. We get to mm -hmm. just spend a little quality time. I think that second week hit, and she just realized like oh, we're just, we're in the house all day and <laughs> we're just here all day. Like, that's it. Like she's starting, like she started to feel it then. Um, but now it's just like, man, just, she knows that it's just playing all day. So <laughs> wakes up, super hype. She starts grabbing toys. She's like, comes in our room, like, wake up, like, let's do this. We just get just like every day is the weekend for her, basically. And um, I've been trying to stay constructive because I mean, she does go to like a daycare in school and is learning. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to like, all right, let's practice our letters. Let's practice our numbers. She has this chalkboard. Let's write sentences. Mm -hmm. But the attention span is just like, it's just not there right now because it's, you know, she's like, oh, you're not my teacher. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you, what do you know? <laughs> yeah. What do you know? My man, <laughs> my man Ruff is going back to his roots like, yo, what the, what the hell is a verb? Let me get a, let me figure out what a noun is. Let me go look this, this up real quick. I saw this funny meme the other day. It was like, it was like, listen, guys, if I'm the one who's supposed to be teaching my kid math during this lockdown, then America's going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's, it's that's funny it's, it's really tough but uh just been trying to get fresh air go for walks um mm -hmm. playing some educational games just not totally just letting everything that she learned melt absolutely away. man uh, yeah well so, i mean one of the things that you actually did in the quarantine is you guys had a baby shower i mean not a baby shower gender reveal so congratulations on yeah, congrats man congrats for you man yeah. It's the most millennial virtual thing that you'd probably ever think of. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was fun. I had a great time being a part of it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame we couldn't actually do it in person, but um, it's like, man, we might as well just do something. So it was perfect. Yeah. Hell yeah. And That's awesome, man. Um, obviously, I know I'm super happy for you. Um, I told Omar um, as well, so I know he's happy. I'm going to just speak for him there, I guess. Are you happy, Omar? Just me. I, dude, I was gonna say, <laughs> let, the, let the people know, boy or a girl. We're team boy this time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know. Um, we're all That's amazing news. Thanks. Yeah. So um, let's dive into it, man. I know. I know. We wanted to give people some background, talk about some things. 
Um, I think Omar wanted to kick us off with the first question here, just uh, just to kind of get things rolling and get your perspective on a lot of different dad thoughts. Well, I mean, well, Ruff, Ruff already kind of mentioned it when he was introducing himself, uh, talking about uh, his shoe line. I, you know, I'm, I already almost feel like, and I, and I don't have, I don't have a kid, you know, not in a relationship. I already with, you know, between work and other things that I want to work on, I already feel like I'm just barely keeping up. So I'm just interested to know how, you know, first of all, how you kind of decided to start this with already that responsibility at hand, you know, you already had a kid at the time and taking, you know, starting your own business. I mean, that involves a lot of risk. You know, a lot of people uh, associate, you know, parenthood, adulthood with like more stable pursuits. Uh, and um, yeah, man, I mean, I'm just curious to, to know, like what goes through somebody's head when, you know, you've got that responsibility there, but you're still like, you know what, I'm going to take this risk and, and see if I can, and see if I can still do this. Right. Right. Um, well, first of all, it didn't start until she was probably about, I think she might've been two or at least one and a half at the time. So I'll start by saying that I don't think it would have been possible within that first year and a half. Mm. Just because being a new parent, you have no idea what you're doing. Every day is different. It's just like, it's a lot of chaos. And I don't know if I would have been able to really focus and, you know, get it up and running if I would have started it, say, when she was six months old. Um, but I think after about a year and a half of being a parent, you really start to get in the flow. You kind of understand, you know, you get a schedule going basically, but it really takes that long. The kids are sleeping more. It's, you know, it's very manageable. Um, so it, it also goes down to your partner, whether that's your wife or fiance, baby mom, however, you know, you receive that. Whatever your setup is over there. Yeah. Setup Maybe is. you have some baby mama drama. You know baby what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Can't knock it. But um, it also depends on your relationship and the way that you two communicate. Because you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to start this business. It's going to take a lot of my time. And then just leave your significant other with all the responsibilities, you know, of the kids. So, um, luckily, my wife, you know, she knows that I'm just an ambitious person and she was like if you're gonna do it you know that's fine and yeah luckily it, it kind of just worked out that way and it's it still is working out to where if I need to go work on some business stuff she can you know take over and just you know do the the day-to-day -day, nightly routines all that type of stuff and just kind of lets me do my thing so mm -hmm. it's like those two things Absolutely. I mean, Vita, obviously I know Vita very well. She's awesome. I think every time you tell her that you're going to hang out with me, she kind of has a heart attack uh, just because, you know, I like to get wild sometimes. Yeah, she loves you. <laughs> now, nah, much love to Vita. And I think that's one thing um, that we want to kind of touch on too, right? From a partner perspective, from a communication perspective. I mean, you said you started out with not having any idea what you were doing. Um, and so as a father, starting out and then also having this ambitious kind of mindset what are some of the early sacrifices that you kind of had to make while trying to pursue your dreams but also giving up a lot of things um for your daughter yeah um 
I mean, it would be impossible to have the perfect balance, right? It's either, I mean, you can't completely allocate all your time to a business. Um, and on the same token, you can't completely, you know, just be in a parenting and family role, but then also think that a business will grow without you showing it attention. Mm-hmm. So I just really just did the best that I could balancing, man. Like, I don't know how else to put it, but um, yeah, there were definitely times where I'd be wanting to work on stuff and feeling like a little bit of guilt because she's like, daddy, let's play. And I'm like, oh, daddy's working on something. But really you're just, you know, trying to run a Facebook ad and like, are you really that busy? But at, you know, it's important on the business side, but in perspective of like having a family and um, trying to raise a child, it's, it's kind of tough to, to balance those things out. So I don't know, you just do the best you can. There's like no rules to this stuff. It, there's no handbook of how you do it. It's just whatever you feel is right. Um, and I think that's really like my parenting styles. I don't take, I don't really, I don't really think about it too much. It's like, does this feel right? You know, mm-hmm. I, am I giving her words of encouragement? Am I there? You know, am I listening? Am I trying to teach her things? It's, it's more so that than overthinking. And um, yeah, I think that's the way that I went about it. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I mean, that's really cool to hear is because, you know, from the perspective of somebody, you know, who doesn't have kids, for example, or even people I'm sure that, that do, and, you know, friends of mine that have kids that I've talked to, it's, that topic of balance is so prevalent in all of these conversations. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I mean, you can't just stop everything and do one thing ever in life. And then when you have a kid, it's like, there's a whole nother element to it. You have to, you know, nurture them and, and give them attention and they need attention uh, there, you know, so it's like choosing what's more important from, from what I'm hearing from you is that's not what it's about. It's about when you're there, be there, you know, and, and it's like your intentions. I feel like in, if your intentions are good as a person, things will generally come off positively, you know? Yeah. Like that's the kind of energy you're going to put out. If your intentions are good, you're going to put out that good energy. And, and kids are, I mean, that's, they soak that shit up. Like that's, it's all about your vibe, right? Like you could be, oh, you when it's playtime for a kid, it's playtime for a fucking kid. Like, <laughs> for yo, life, you life. that energy. <laughs> playtime for life. <laughs> yeah. And oh, you'll, man. Get to, you'll get to understand uh, your kids' uh, love languages, I would say. Because, I don't know, it gets kind of deep, but like, uh, you know. We're here you, for it. Even though, it. even though your kid is like, you know, two through five or say six years old, they can't really articulate their emotions too much. So say they go to school or preschool, they're in there dealing with kids like fighting over toys and you know, they might've got in trouble in timeout or something like that, or um, you know, had a mood swing or just really had a stressful day, but they don't know how to come home and tell you, hey dad, my day was terrible. Instead they say, can you play with me? Or mm. can you pick me up? So it's like just realizing that, um, you know, they they articulate things in different ways. So like my daughter's love language is like, she'll just come and she'll just sit as close to me as possible. I'm like, oh, you just need some attention right now. <laughs> Yo, uh, I, 
Hey, Raylan. Um, can you back up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, where she's just like, Daddy, can we play, like, after a long day? Or, Daddy, please pick me up. And, you know, I'm like, okay, like, I'll just show you some love real quick because I yeah. probably had a rough day at the at the daycare. So um, for dads, yeah, just uh, just understand, like, how your kids try to communicate to you. Mm. And it's not always just they're being needy or they're just uh, – kind of demanding your attention sometimes there's there's more behind that yeah i mean i think for first of all a kid being in timeout is probably way better being than being in timeout with omar and samar that is dad joke unlocked let's let's set that right there you know i'd rather be in that timeout sometimes all right uh but no that's awesome i mean when you're talking about like i've never heard of that love languages right like how kids are communicating and you're just like, yo, just, you know, as me having a nephew, I'm just like, kid, back up a little bit for a second. But like, it's not my kid. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, Wow. That's, that's fascinating. I mean, this is, this is the type of thing that we like want to share with other dads, right? Is this concept that, damn, I don't even know. I don't know. I've never heard that before. And we interviewed, so far one other person but we've been talking to other people about this stuff and it's just fascinating to hear that type of thing yeah and you know a lot of people might not be so um like emotionally in tune with the with things that are going on you know there are different kinds of personalities uh not everybody it might not register for everyone so i think until you hear something like this out loud you might not even be thinking about it that way, you know, and I, and I, and I think like, you know, like Samer said, like, it's cool to hear stuff like this. And even I wouldn't, you know, I've never heard it said that way. And I wouldn't maybe necessarily think of it like that. Cause you can brush a lot of things off that from the outside looking in that a kid is doing and just be like, Oh, they're just, they're just kids. Yeah. But, but like you said, it's deeper than that. There's a lot more to it than that. And I, and I bet, especially at certain ages and in certain age ranges where, it's that kind of thing is a lot more important to show them too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that even makes me think about like, like if you ever seen it, like a whiny kid, right? Like, you're like, damn, that kid's just always whining. <laughs> but now I'm like, that's probably the way he's, he or she is communicating to adults being like something bothers me help. Right. Mm-hmm. Where other kids may just like go play in the basement for an hour and a half and not talk to anyone. Right. Yeah. I used to. Well, your your parents stuck you in the basement, huh? Bro, I'm I'm always in the basement. It's crazy. My mom doesn't even <laughs> let me use the bathroom upstairs at this point. <laughs> yeah, I used to think that too. Like she, um, like man, she, she's just crying for no reason. Like she's uh, I forget the word I used to use, but someone had to correct me. I was like, she's just crying. Or oh, I said she was when she was younger. Like like really small like oh she's spoiled because as soon as you put her down she just (laughs) she wants to be held Mm -hmm. but someone was like no she's just a baby the baby okay I, i understand and that's when i really started to think about it like kids don't just do what they do for no reason well sometimes you know sometimes they're just reckless for no reason but a lot of the time there's really more to think about so yeah it's an interesting point well, I mean, uh, that's that's awesome, Ralph. And again, that's already changed my perspective on. I love kids in general, but sometimes they're wilding, right? Like they they're just out there, just going crazy. And it is a good, it's a good way to think of it. I mean, 
even just from a person perspective, right? Not even thinking about kids, just like more in general, yeah. how they deal with stuff. And so look, really, really eye-opening. Um, I did want to take a step back real quick though, um, just in terms of your business, right? And your, what's going on. And so I know, again, knowing you personally, you also are that person that doesn't believe in just having a nine to five for the rest of your life. Um, and I know you have this creative outlet right now with No Lost Soul, um, but you do have a kid on the way. And so um, just asking from the perspective of like, how are you handling or what are, what are some of the things that you're doing today to kind of adjust your business outlook as one, your daughter still continues to grow. Um, and then two, um, you have another kid that is going to be from that zero to one year old range. Um, how are you planning on handling that in the future? And if not, like, what are some things that you would say is like a good way to think of it? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think how I'm adjusting is by not adjusting. Like I'm doing zero this time around. Mm. Um, I don't think it's one of those things that you can really, you can't really plan it. You don't really know how it's going to go. I mean, luckily I have, you know, Shane, Shane's my business partner. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he understands what's coming and we talk about it like, yeah, you're probably going to be mad busy, bro. Like who knows what you'll be able to contribute, but that's just a conversation that we have. And luckily mm -hmm. I do have a partner that could, you know, pick up the slack if, you know, if I'm just out of commission for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but, like a real conversation that I did have with my wife, even before um, deciding to have the second kid, was that I was nervous that once, you know, one kid is like, okay, that's manageable. I was like, if we have a second kid, like I'm not gonna be able to do anything. Mm -hmm. And I told her that I was kind of nervous that I wouldn't be able to like, fulfill all of these ambitions and things that I have because, or at least, you know, for a certain amount of time, because it's just, it's going to take a lot more effort to, to parent two kids versus one. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was something that we really had to talk about, like before going down this path. Um, but so far, you know, everything is, uh, is working out like how it should. So, I mean, rough, we don't want to get too much into your personal life, but like, what were some of the, questions if you want to share some of the answers because you know we did talk about communication um and again it sounds like being a father is coming first right and then the pursuit of dreams but it also sounds like hey talking with your partner you guys were able to basically put a plan together to say hey everything's going to be okay let's continue moving forward and let's continue to grow what we want to grow yeah definitely Definitely father first, because I mean, I've always wanted at least two kids. Now that I've got boy and girls, it's over with. Like, <laughs> it's done. It's done. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely just being a father, being a father first, knowing that I didn't want my kids too far apart, and knowing that around this time was like the best time to go down that path of having a second kid. But yeah, for the communication aspect, it was more so like, will, will you be okay? Talking to my wife, mm -hmm. like, will you be okay? Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, if I still need to work on things, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I don't want to get too like into yeah, yeah, yeah. like it. It's it's really like a it's a partnership. You know what I mean? So I don't I commend like all single parents, whether it's like a single dad, especially single moms. Like I don't know how people can even do that. But that's uh, that's twice, two episodes, two times we've given shout outs to single moms and single yeah, dads, another so. another big shout out to the single parents for sure. Yeah. I, I have no idea how it's po- like. I don't know how it's possible, honestly. Like you just have to be superhuman because it's it's really so much responsibility, even with two parents. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's another thing. Like I grew up with just my mom. So, I mean, I my dad was around, but in the household, mm-hmm. just me and my mom. So, I never had that like fatherly figure. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm trying to be a father, I'm just like. I guess this is how it should be, you know. You're doing you're doing great, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> you are. I'm just like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to, but I didn't have any uh like real household structure and way that I, you know, like, oh, that's how I was parented, so I'll now parent my children that way. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of just figuring the pieces out, man. But uh but yeah, it's just you just do what you can, especially when it comes to business, man. It's there's I'm not planning, you know, this time around. It's just once it happens, it'll it'll flow and we'll just connect the dots. And and honestly, I think that's actually a perfect segue to um, the other thing that we wanted to ask you about because we touched on planning, we we touched on communication. Um, obviously, again, I know you personally, and you're doing an amazing job as right. as a dad. Sorry. Quick dad's night break. Being a dad can mean long days on your feet, running family errands, or chasing your kids around. That's why we're glad to be sponsored by our friends at No Lost Soul. For comfortable and stylish shoes, be sure to check out nolossoul.com. That's no lost, S-O-L-E.com. Use our code dadsnight at checkout for 10% off your order. Now, let's get back to time now. That's, that's real. She just walked up here. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> we're going to get a guest appearance from the daughter herself. No, hey. we're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, but what I was saying is, you know, we touched on kind of no idea what you were doing, um, you know, communicating with your partner. Um, and again, you, you had Raylan when you guys were 25 years old. And so thinking about myself at 25 and we don't even want to think about Omar at 25. This guy was nuts. Uh, but, you know, what was it? First of all, we want to say, what were you guys thinking? Were you guys thinking about actually having the kid? Um, and then second, how, you know, as a, ki- as a 25-year-old kid, and I'm going to say that, um, yeah, yeah, how yeah, did yeah, you guys – Definitely our kid. Yeah, how did you guys decide, hey, we want to continue moving forward with this, and how did you really prepare – for this yeah so and i say this as in like this new responsibility not this thing (laughs) all right so this new responsibility yeah so i will say that it definitely um caught us by surprise Mm -hmm. therefore we weren't you know planning to really to really do that um but 
it it still didn't feel real and it it didn't feel real until i told my parents about it and i got just the weirdest um kind of response because i still felt like a kid as you say mm. and i you know i remember being super nervous to tell my parents like uh, you know Vita's pregnant and they're just like oh okay oh like it was just like a breeze and i was just like oh my god i'm not in trouble and i'm like no you're a grown-ass man yeah <laughs> just, that's when i realized like oh like wow i'm really an adult like this is really mm. happening now it's time to you know become a father so i will say how did we prepare for it uh i mean we had a lot of support which was which was great but um I think we were more excited than anything. The first time around, everything's new. Um, you're like excited that your wife gets cravings. You know, you're you're excited that you feel a kick on the stomach. Um, everything is so new, and it's like, oh, baby shower, and what's the gender? You don't even do a gender reveal because as soon as you find out what it is, you, you just want to tell everyone. Well, at least yeah. that us. Um, this time around, you know. It's like, uh, he'll, he'll get a name when he gets a name, you know? <laughs> Before we found out that it was a girl, you know, we like probably figured out the name within a week. Um, so, I mean, it, it was more just, just, you just grow up in, in about nine months or so. Mm. Just prepare yourself on what's to come and you just, you really just, you know, do the best you can. Start thinking about other things like where are we going to live you know now we need we might need two bedrooms and um you know do we have enough money to to really support the kid and still live a comfortable lifestyle it's a whole bunch of things that really mm -hmm. go into it. yeah that's great really, man. yeah that's really that's really i mean it's it's almost uh almost comforting to hear you know that kind of you know, having a positive outlook on something like that is, it sounds like is also really important. Uh, it's, you know, make sure that you take the steps to, pre to prepare, like with anything in life. I mean, if you have a responsibility at hand, if you're ready for it, it'll curb some of the, the unknowns, right? <clears throat> and, and, you know, you talked about, uh, just, to, just to go back to, um, you know, talking about that balance that you uh, eventually kind of, you know, became more comfortable with striking with your work-life balance uh, as well. I mean, in that pregnancy stage, was it different? Did those conversations come up? Was it like, well, listen, you know, in nine months, our life is gonna be different. How are we going to like separate these duties now as, you know, as husband and wife? Actually, I don't even know if you were married then, but okay, okay. Well, <laughs> as, part, as partners, um, you know, did those conversations come up then too, or did that just kind of happen, you know, as things progressed and, and, you know, as you, as your kid grows and those conversations kind of grow along with that? Um, you mean as far as, as, uh, did those conversations grow within, you're not talking about business, right? No, no, just, just with work-life balance. I mean, it could be, it could have been your entrepreneurial aspirations. It could be, you know, like, are you going to be able to get back to work right after this? You know, yeah. did, did you have those conversations then or did that just kind of come around later on? Yeah. Um, man. Because, of preg you know, pregnancy, I mean, that's, you know, for, for 
your partner, I mean, that's that's right. You're not really doing much during that, you know. <laughs> she's, she's doing all the heavy lifting there. You're really not doing anything. You're really <laughs> like, and even when the baby's born, you're still not doing anything because they just need mom and yeah. kind of feel useless for a while. Um, Ruff's just is sitting there in a dark room just by himself like, all right, cool. This is fine. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, man, I think we were, I mean, 25 is not young, but we were just so young. We didn't, we didn't really have those type of like deep conversations of how are we going to work this out? How are we going to work that out? It was more so just feeling the situation, um, feeling out the situation. Um, as far as work goes, I mean, luckily at that time, we both didn't really have demanding jobs. Um, it was, I don't know, everything, honestly, back then, things were so, like, it was so simple, man. <laughs> and now thinking back, like, I used to think that was, like, a stressful time period, but that was, that was nothing. That was, that was a breeze. It was me and she was just my girlfriend at that time, you know, just going through these motions. We did everything backwards, by the way. You're supposed to, you're supposed to what? Uh, get married, buy a house, have a kid. We had a kid, then we got married. And then we'll buy a house eventually. So <laughs> we just we don't follow any type of rules. Like we just, you know. Hey man, I mean, I see some of these people that did, you know, supposedly follow the rules, and they're a mess. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, they, these are things that like there's no right path, right? Um, no matter what it is, as long as you're pursuing your happiness, and you guys are happy, and you're building a family, you're building upon your dream. I mean. Who's anyone to tell you, all right, now nah, you should have bought a, you should have gotten married first. Like, the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. So, you I know. I think as, times than not, it usually doesn't, usually doesn't happen that way. Like, it's, I feel like it's kind of a rarity, but I don't know. Things just happen. And um, I mean, it worked out for the best, you know, for us at least. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Um, I think also one thing that I did want to ask is, um, you talked about having a good support system. Um, how did, you know, again, I'm your friend, but how did some of your other friends react um, the first time they heard that Vito was pregnant and that you guys were having a kid? Uh, your boy Travis probably had the most like hilarious reaction. <laughs> we, were, uh, we were in Vegas and, uh, we're eating at In-N-Out, and I'm just thinking, man, how am I going to tell this guy? Because I had just found out, like, a few days before. Like, man, how am I Oh, so, wait, you found out while you were in Vegas? Not while I was in Vegas, but I, I found out, already had a trip to Vegas planned, so. Okay, okay. And then went, went to Vegas. I'm like, man, I need to tell Trav, my best friend, and I'm just, we're sitting there eating, and I was just like, I don't know how to tell him. I was, like, so nervous for some reason. And then I said, uh, I was just like, just like, yo, January, things are gonna happen. Just like, what are you talking about, man? He's just like, what are you talking about, fam? I'm just like, I'm just like, yo, January, you know, things are nine months from now. I'm just like trying to hint at him. And he's just, he's over and I was just like, yo, Vita's pregnant. He's like, like, I think he dropped his food. He was like, oh, what? He's just like, he's nuts, man. And uh, I don't know, it's just, 
telling everyone else wasn't really a big deal, but I think I was one of the first people out of my close friends that probably had a kid. So it was, it's kind of new and exciting for everyone, but yeah, to be the first to go <laughs> is a little, a uh, little difficult. You don't really have anyone to, uh, like, oh, what should I do? Or has your kid done this? You know? So. Yeah, man. Well, that's, that's, a, I don't even remember my reaction. Honestly, I was probably drunk. Um, but <laughs> I remember this recent one though, when you sent, you were like, yo, uh, FYI. And he dropped like the ultrasound in the group chat. I was like, what? Let's go. So, yeah. Yeah. Super, super exciting. That is, I do like that that's the new way to tell your friends, by the way, the ultrasound in the group chat. <laughs> yeah, especially with the second kid, it's not like all this uh, anticipation. It's like, hey, guys, another one on the way. And then, <laughs> okay, cool. And everyone goes about their day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, great. Great that your family's growing. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, um, so – a couple of questions that like we're about almost 45 minutes in um, that we wanted to ask and we're going to ask pretty much every dad. Um, so the first question is, um, what is or what was the hardest thing about being a dad? Oh, man, the hardest thing. The hardest thing about being a dad. Man, I would say as a man, it's probably just being like the man of the man of the household, especially mm -hmm. specifically for me, just having two girls or two women for the past four years and just wanting to be that provider. It's a lot of like a lot of weight on your shoulders, man. It's like a lot of a lot of pressure. Like you wanna just be great. Um, I think that, uh, the other thing is probably balance along with all of that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, there's just different levels of, of hard, hardness when you, uh, <laughs> when you think about it, there's different, um, different age groups have different types of like difficulties that you have to go through mm -hmm. at first it's like it's tough right now because the kid doesn't sleep and i'm not getting sleep then it's tough because your kid is throwing tantrums and then it's tough because you feel like you know all this pressure now that you can communicate with your child and you're just trying to make them a decent human being and a great part of society it's like how do i mold this tiny person to one day grow up and just be a great person you know there's just different types of pressures but i think it's it's ever-changing but um the biggest one overall is probably just being that like support system um especially with another kid on the way and just you know just trying to be like a rock for the house and uh tough sometimes oh great great answer great answer, great answer. damn you got me, you got me in my feels right now. That's, I'm like, wait. I can lighten it up some. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's, that's perfect. Yeah, and you know, some, some people might, and I'm just thinking out loud here, but some people might hear that and see that as kind of like a more like traditional response as, you know, we've, we've talked about in our one other episode, the ch you know, changing 
roles of fatherhood and how that like dynamic between, um, you know, mom and dad is, you know, it's changed. It's different now than when we were kids. Um, and it's, you know, some people might hear that and say, oh, well, that's kind of a traditional, but you know, that, uh, when I hear that, I think, you know, that's taking responsibility, uh, on yourself for something. How can that ever be a bad thing? You know, that's mm -hmm. like, you're owning up to it. And, you know, that's never going to be easy. Like, I don't think that's supposed to like, oh, I got some extra, you know, I have a life to take care of. Cool. Like, this should be a breeze. Like, it's not supposed to be. But I, I personally don't think it's supposed to be an easy thing. You know, it's and, and but that's that's cool to hear. It's, a, it's cool to hear that, you know, that that it's a real thing. It's a real thing that people are feeling, you know, that you, even as somebody who has had a kid, you know, your, your daughter's a little bit older, older now, like you're kind of a veteran in the game at this point. Mm -hmm. and it still sounds like the, those feelings don't go away you know yeah it's it's the hardest but also like best most rewarding job it's it's i don't know it's, it's almost undescribable unless you know you're also a parent and you guys will be there one day you'll understand exactly what i'm saying but like when it's low it's like man what am i doing why did i even why did i even do this but when it's best it's just the best feeling in the world it's just I don't know. It's, it's kind of indescribable and it's, it's so, um, it's so random and it's, it's ever changing, you know? Hell yeah. Well, another great segue, Ralph. I swear this is fantastic. Uh, the next question that we have for you, because that was honestly a great response. What is the best thing about fatherhood? And you have to pick one thing. All right. So it can be kind of, thing? yeah, it, it can be kind of a, a topic or something, but you can't go on and on about, you know, you love waking up super early to crying kids. Um, <laughs> you know, you love changing shitty diapers. Yeah. None of that good stuff. You gotta, you gotta pick something really good. So again, what's the best thing in your opinion about fatherhood? And I think you touched on it a little bit. Um, man, I would say the best thing is that you are you're you're responsible like for another human life and you can kind of mold and teach and and train a kid in the way that you see life and your perspective on how things are within life so you know i think it's it's great just being as a, a parent in general is like all the experiences that you have, you can, you know, share those experiences with your kids so that they don't, one, make the same mistakes or that, you know, they're smarter in certain situations that you were. Um, like for me, I teach Ray, like, I'm, I'm always talking about like money. I'm like, how much does that cost? And I'm like trying to give, already give her a perspective on stuff. Yeah. Because I want her to be, you know, savvy in that, in that area of life. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of want her to, you know, just, just understand more than I understood. So I would say that the best thing for me is just being able to just give my perspective mm -hmm. um, right now to my daughter and then later just to my son and just make them just, just great people, just, just grow up to be just, just great great human beings and be like, yeah, I just, I love my dad. He was always there for me. 
Like, what could you really ask for? That's awesome. That's a great answer. And it's almost like, it's almost like you're mentoring your children. Um, Are you taking mentorship applications? Because Omar wants to apply. He needs needs some guidance. This guy is out of control. He sounds like he's got his hands full over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. That's honestly rough. It's, uh, I've known you for so long. And um, just hearing this other side of you that we really don't get a chance to kind of talk about is just, that's awesome. And um, we do have one more question and I'll get to it in a second, but like, that's one of the reasons again, why we wanted to start this dad's night was dads have a lot of wisdom. They have a lot of experience. They have a lot of things that they could share with people. Um, and so we want to continue to share that. Um, so, yeah, and, and just to, and Sam, to add to that a little bit, I mean, it, it, it's becoming more apparent to me that, you know, and I, and I, I think about these things a little bit differently now with age, but you know, it, it sounds to me like when you are responsible for another life, also you start, you know, your perspective is changing. I mean, it, it, it almost sounds like it like automatically matures you, you know, in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, so that's like, it's, it, that perspective is very unique and I'm, and I'm sure, you know, with a lot of these topics, like you didn't even pay them any mind, you know, probably in your early twenties. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool to hear, you know, and it's, it's cool to hear and it's cool to be able to relate, even though, you know, we all three are in different places in our lives comparatively. So, uh, and, and still be able to kind of nod our heads and be like, yeah, that's, that's real. Like I can relate Mm. to that. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Last question here, Ruff. Um, all right. So if you had to give one piece of advice, uh, to other dads, soon to be dads, for people that want to be dads, what would be your piece of advice that you would give someone? It would probably be, I would probably say just, I, man, probably just parent how you see fit. Um, just do what you and I guess your significant other think is best. A lot of the times grandparents have a perspective and family and relatives have a perspective on what the kid should be doing, but ultimately it's your kid. So I don't know, they come from a different generation. Um, You know, I'll give you just a quick example, like, Some people say that kids being on tablets and phones and things like that all day is not a good thing. And of course, all day, like all day is not a good thing, but there's nothing wrong with technology because that's how the kids are gonna be raised. So with my daughter, if she's on her iPad for a few hours out the day, I'm not like, oh my goodness, she's just melting, you know, she's wasting away and, you know, she needs to go outside, you know what I mean? Everyone's like, send your kid outside. Yeah, not right now, bro. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, not right now, but um, in my perspective, I mean, I I don't see like technology as a bad thing. Like she video called one of her best friends who's also four years old the other day. And I'm just watching this like, there's two four-year-olds talking to each other on video chat right now. Like, <laughs> this is so like, crazy. you couldn't even 
like we would have had no way to talk to our friends back in the day like that um so just do how like do what comes natural and don't stress it too much because there's no rules to this thing and yeah you came out okay so <laughs> trust that your kid will come out okay yeah well appreciate that man um Omar, do you have any last thoughts or any last questions for Ruff? No, man. I mean, this was this was great, Ruff. It was it was cool, and like I said earlier, uh, you know, it was cool to kind of get to know uh, you on a different level too. You know, we've we have been friends for some years now, but you know, this part of your life, I didn't really know much about, and uh, it's cool to hear you know different perspectives on the same topic. And I think that's something as we go through some of these interviews, you know. Uh, that it, it's going to be interesting to hear sort of like the similarities and differences uh, in how people approach, you know, the same thing. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, this is like an awesome platform that you guys are starting. Like I can already see the wave, you know, there's millions and millions of mom forums and, you know, things for uh, pregnant women and all types of stuff. But us dads, we kind of sometimes just, I wouldn't say forgotten about, but you know, everyone thinks about moms first. So yeah. it's pretty awesome what you guys are doing. And um, I'm, I'm excited that you had me on for the episode. Absolutely, I mean, bro. I mean, listen, it's still, it's still moms first, all right? We don't want any problems with the moms. <laughs> yeah, no, no problems with the moms, please. <laughs> and it's once just again, dad's night. single moms out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just dad's night, that's it. It's just a night for the dads, all right? Uh, but no, seriously, thank you so much, Ruff. Um, and now we're out of timeout with Omar and Samer. Um, and always remember, it's not a guy's night, it's a dad's night. Dad's night. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for joining us on Dad's Night Presents Time Out with Omar and Samer. You can listen to our podcast on pretty much any streaming platform. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube with the handle at Dad's Night. You can also check out dadsnight.com. Please subscribe and rate us, and we look forward to the future episodes. And remember, it's not a guy's night, it's a dad's night.